Welcome to Philanthropy Today, a podcast about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Together, we'll learn about the goals of the GMCF and the work of its staff, board members, and trustees. You'll hear about the GMCF's affiliate partners throughout North Central Kansas, and we'll also explore the efforts of area nonprofit agencies, their staff, and volunteers. Now, here's your host of Philanthropy Today, Dave Lewis. The Greater Manhattan Community Foundation handles funds in a lot of different respects, and there's uh, one person that has a great, a great bit to do with the programs here at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Her name is Elaine Duvetter. She's the Vice President of Marketing and Programs. Welcome to Philanthropy Today. Thank you. Now, you handle a lot of the, the grants. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a key factor of what we do at to the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. So let's talk a little bit about some of the various grants that are available. Okay. Um, well, basically, we have four different grant programs that we do. And the first one that most people are probably familiar with are Grants for Greater Manhattan. And that one's one that we had from the very beginning. That was the first grant program that we did. And this money is awarded in the first quarter of each year. Um, right now, actually, people can be applying because it's it goes. People can apply from the third Monday in January until the third Monday in February every year, and we typically give out about three hundred fifty thousand with that program every year. This is for smaller requests of ten thousand and less, and. And the money, a lot of people don't really understand where the money comes from, but these are our unrestricted funds. And that's the money that comes in from donors, and they basically say, I know you guys will do the right thing with this, so I'm leaving it to you for you guys to make the decisions on how it should go out the door and who it should benefit. And and we're to look for the most um, pressing needs, I guess, in Manhattan and Riley County, for those funds. Has there been some sort of an evolution of of the, the nature of some of the funds in the past? You know, I'm thinking back, you know, through the pandemic, there have mm-hmm. been a number of things and, and the emergency flood uh, funds uh, from um, uh, three years ago. Yeah. Um, every year we kind of look to see what the pressing needs are. And obviously the last couple of years have been focused on COVID and um, disaster recovery. But, you know, some years we've focused more on mental health, and that's still a big one. Um, transportation needs around town has been another big one. We have we try to focus on basic human need a lot with the grants for Greater Manhattan. And, you know, those are the most pressing needs that people have. So that that's usually the first place that we try to touch. You know, people leave money, and some of them just say, use it for the most pressing needs. Then we have other people that leave money that really have it more designated for certain areas. So, say Don Dodge, we had him leave us quite a bit of money, and his he was passionate about youth and aviation. So, we're very careful to look at donor wishes and use the funds the way they wanted before they passed. And that is always something we keep, you know, first in mind. So we always make sure that we look for those opportunities. And there's a group in Junction City that has a group of kids who build an airplane, actually, every year. Hmm. And Manhattan youth are invited to come over, and some have. But every year we fund that program because we know Don Dodge would have wanted that. Now, who makes the decisions to where these fund dollars go? We have a committee. 
of trustees. There's about 20 on the Grants for Greater Manhattan Committee that I work with, and they actually, once we get all the applications in, they are divvied out among the different members who go out and research that program, um, get all their questions answered, and come back and report to the entire committee. And then the committee as a whole comes up with what they decide should be awarded to each group. And some groups get 100% funded some get a partial funding kind of depends on what we have to give and then of course a few don't get funded but that's always a tough decision to make but that happens you had talked about you know individuals and giving large amounts of money lincoln and dorothy deal mm-hmm. are a great example of this and this has been what five six years or so yeah that they gave some 13 million dollars right they uh, left for an over- down fund they left over $13 million, and theirs was a gift that we didn't know about until Lincoln passed. Um, Dorothy had passed earlier. We had been working with them, and they had a couple funds established, um, one for the Manhattan Art Center and one for the um, Beach Museum of Art. They were very into the arts. But then when he passed, we found out we got this big gift, and they would like it to be given pretty much equally between youth, the arts, and basic human need. So that produced a whole new grant cycle and on its own called the Deal um, Community Grants. That one can be applied for throughout the year, and that committee meets quarterly and makes those decisions. Those are for bigger asks, over 10000 and we like it to affect a large uh, percentage of our community. So... We've made some pretty substantial grants out of that one. Also, what's interesting right now, the committee for that is made up of people who knew the deals and who knew what their, you know, interests were. So, of course, that won't go on forever, but it's kind of nice because we know, you know, when we make a grant, it's something they would have wanted. There's another organization, the YIC, Youth Mm -hmm. Impacting Community. This is a group that has done a lot of neat things. Right. I've been really involved with them for quite a while. I think for seven years I was their advisor, but it's a great group of teenagers that we call our Youth Advisory Board. They basically function as another grants committee for teenagers. Um, They have their own grant cycle. They go through the whole process just like the adult group where they take applications, they go out and do the reviews and make all the decisions as a group. So it's a great learning thing for them. And they typically give five to 10000 a year. And we have had some donations from Phil Howe to help with that at times, but we also are just earmark a certain amount of dollars from Grants for Greater Manhattan to let them make decisions on. We've talked about the Yes Fund mm-hmm. uh, a number of times here on the on Philanthropy Today in past shows, and this is one that has been almost at, in its 30th year, and this has had a profound impact on the community. Right. That started, you know, it wasn't a fund here to begin with. It started in 1993 by just a group of great citizens who saw a need. Um, youth were just didn't have anything to do, I guess, after school and in the summer much. So they started this program to collect funds to promote before and after school programs and also summer programs to get youth involved and active in, you know, things that were good. So that's still going. About mm, maybe 10 years ago, 
the foundation was asked if they would become the holder of that fund and administer the fund. So I've worked closely with that group. The people on the advisory board are the same ones pretty much that started this 30 years ago. Well, they have a few new additions, but those people also continue to give an amount of money every year so that each gift we bring in from donors in the community is matched 100%. And so we do a campaign every year uh, in the fall where we bring in the money and then as soon as it gets comes in, we go through the grant cycle and it goes right back out to groups in our community that provide those before and after school programs. And these are just some examples of the grants that are processed, I guess you could probably say, through the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Let's talk about the process of asking for some grant dollars. Well, um, grants for Greater Manhattan, you know, it kind of depends on the program. So, like I said, grants for Greater Manhattan, that funding, most of it has been sitting here with us, drawing, you know, earning income. So every year, that income is what we can spend. And as that grows, obviously, that will become more each year. But a lot of the money that for that is from people who have passed years ago who left their gifts to that. Um, we do include that one in our match day every year. So if people are interested in helping that fund grow, they can give that way. Well, the deal fund is obviously established, and you know the earnings each year is what we can spend on that. YIC, that comes out of the grants for Greater Manhattan Pot. And then Yes Fund is just every year we raise that money and it goes right back out. That is not an endowed fund. That's expendable. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of other funds that we have that come through here. And mm -hmm. how, many, how many different grants do you issue on a year's basis? Well, I don't know for sure. <laughs> I would have to <laughs> sit estimate. down and, and count that. Um, I, I would say grants for Greater Manhattan, it's right around 50. And deal, maybe another 15. Probably about you know 90 to 100 mm -hmm. is what I would help with through these different programs. It's a lot of, lot of activity and a lot of requests. Right. And we do require, on all of these programs, we do require a final report each year so we can see the stories, hear the testimonials. We're more really looking at for those two things more than we are, you know, the finance end of it, although we do ask for that too, just so we can do our due diligence. Um, but it is fun to read the stories and, you know, hear all the testimonials. And we try to get that information out through social media, annual report, and those kind of things. Yeah. Well, you got your hands on a lot of things here at the GMCF offices. And some other time, we'll probably talk about some of the marketing efforts, too. But the grants aspect is something that's it's vital to the community. Yeah. We have a, a semi-annual meeting every year, and we invite all of our grant recipients to come. It's a grants reception, and we invite all of our trustees, which we have about 140, and our trustees look forward to that event probably more than anything else we do because we do speed reporting where each grantee is allowed like 70 seconds because we have so many. And they just tell real quick what they use their funding for. And it's pretty a pretty eye-opening thing that is it's fun to hear about. I also do a written report of that and include it in the annual report. So if people want to see who all we gave to that year, you can find it there. I bet it's rewarding to have a little bit of a finger on a lot of the neat things that are happening here and a lot of the a lot of the ways that people are impacting 
organizations and people here in town. Yeah, it's fun to see. There's a lot of great people in this town from donors to nonprofit leaders. And if I can help in a little bit way by helping, you know, get the money to them for all those programs, that makes me feel good. Is the website a great way to take care of uh, the requests? Yeah, we have all of our um, applications are now online, which is wonderful. When I first started um, doing this 10 years ago, the applications came in paper form and I had to go through each one and make sure it had all the things it needed to have and if not reach out to them and and now if they don't they can't even submit a grant request without having everything attached electronically so makes my job a little easier (laughs) okay well as many people as uh, you're uh, working with um, anything that can be make it things more efficient for you Mm -hmm. has got to be an advantage elaine it's a delight to visit with you and thank you for joining us here on philanthropy today we'd like to remind our listeners that uh, the website is mcfks.org thanks for what you do and keep up the good work okay thank you dave Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by Ad AdAstraCast. Follow us online at astracast.com.